Arc Dream presents Episode 3 of Hearts of Iron, a 5th edition D&D campaign set in the broken empire of swords and sorceries. We played the adventure The Sea Demon's Gold. I'm Shane Ivey, the Dungeon Master. I ran The Sea Demon's Gold on Roll20. Download it for yourself at Roll20.net. The players are Mark Finn of the Monty Hall Zine as human rogue Baldo Vandalarius. Chris Spivey of Darker Hue Studios as Wood Elf Ranger Dallas Longbarrow. Acer Tolentino of the Redacted Files podcast as human fighter Astartus. And Megan Tolentino of the Redacted Files podcast as the dwarf cleric Key. So your adventurers have been exploring the Temple of the Sea Demon. You've, you've been following the lead of your new very muddy little mudman friend Muck, who is obsessed with finding shiny, valuable things, and uh, so uh, so you've kind of followed him into a into a cavern that he he said would had shiny, valuable things, and it did, but they were on a giant, monstrous, undead fish thing that attacked you and wounded Baldo and Key both pretty badly. Uh, and uh, and mauled mauled Astartus a bit before you finally finally tore the thing down enough that it wouldn't get up anymore. And so you there come out a, of that. Uh, you there were these weird little barbed things coming out of the re- re- out of the walls and the floor and uh, sinking into their flesh. Time, but you tore all that uh, crap off. Thalus and Astartus. You've had a you've had a chance to get up and test your wounds and decide. You're okay to press on for now. Muck out into the expanding caverns. And so in the, the cavern you're in now, you've left, you've left one tunnel behind you, and there's, uh, there are three ahead of you in this, in this kind of uh, grotesque, dripping, pulsing cave. Uh, one to your left, uh, one to your right, and one directly ahead of you. Uh, and it looks like the one to your right is it, it looks more open than the others uh as if it's a as if it's a a wider space or a deeper space or uh, or something like that and uh muck looking around muck uh, muck looks around and sniffs and uh and says uh and like points to the points to the tunnel to the right and says uh Says, big, good, big, pretty that way. Mm. There's a part of me, uh, perhaps the part that's left on the floor of the uh, cave where we just uh, almost got killed. There's a part of me. There's a part of me that thinks, if he's pointing at the pretty cave, we should maybe go another direction. Well, maybe we should just let him take the lead. Okay, but uh, we we know what his singular motivation is. I'm okay with it if you are. I mean, you know, it's our motivation too. You know what? You're right. What am I doing? Of course, Muck, shiny, and I point to the cave. Uh, yeah, he he looks down there with his gleaming eyes and looks back up at you and nods his head enthusiastically. I uh, I'm gonna try to motion with my hands in a forward way, like a scoot motion, like, go ahead, lead the way. Mm-hmm. 
Go on, Matt. Uh, okay. We'll follow. Yeah, he, 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 he sort of steps and flaps ahead five or ten feet toward the opening of the tunnel and then looks back and nods. Okay. In for a penny, in for a pound. Let's, uh, let's see where this goes. I will lead our group at a cautious remove from Muck. Okay. Since, you know, we don't have any orphans around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So he, he kind of steps and flaps ahead and down this tunnel, and it kind of goes steeply and unevenly, uh, unevenly down a, a long slope until it opens up into a broader cave. And, and as it starts to kind of level off, you know, he steps around and uh, steps out of the way. And you can see that the, in this deep cavity, the, uh, there are thorny growths coming out of the walls and the ceiling. And uh, at the far end is the withered husk of a warrior from some forgotten land that none of you recognize. Mm. But even even from where you are, uh, the 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 gold inlaid in in his finely wrought helmet gleams. Okay, all right. That's about so, thirty feet away, just for for you know reference. Let's uh, let's think about this. Yeah, part of me says we're we're not falling for that again, but we're totally right. falling for it again. We sort of are. Uh, all right. Um, does this, this does not look like the fish man. Yes. Right. Yeah. It doesn't look anything like, the fish but he's, man. this looks he, like it was, this looks like it was a, a human, but has been dead for a long time. And, and Baldo, it looks like you're about, uh, uh, yeah, you're about 10 feet away from okay. the, from where the body is, where you are there. All right. And, um, you can, you're close enough that you can see, and actually, now that I think about it, Key and Thalos could, could see this from farther out with dark vision, but you, you can tell that the body has these, uh, has strange markings on the exposed flesh, like wounds or, or some kind of damage. Does, does it uh, look... If, it, it, if, if, you're if you're close enough to see, or, or you have good enough vision, you could try like a uh, nature or um, you know intelligence nature or a wisdom healing role if you like to discern a little more. Okay, um, I have um, seventeen. There you go. So, oh, for Thallus, yeah, uh, yeah, Thallus, you can tell from from you know way back there uh, as you first lay eyes on the thing because your vision is so much better than these than these poor mortals that uh, the, the markings look like, um, they, they look like sucker marks made with fangs. Hmm. That seems fine. Can I make your survival roll to try to figure out what it is? Uh, yeah, it'd have to be really high, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, you, you don't recognize it. Does this count as a coast and I can use my uh, better roll? Mind you, my 16 still isn't groundbreaking. Well, oh, well that's true. Yeah, it, it certainly would. Um, the, uh, yeah, I mean, with the 16, you're not, you're, you're still not going to recognize the, uh, whatever caused this. I mean, you suspect 
you suspect some kind of creature of the deeps or other <laughs> you probably would that probably wouldn't tell you anything new um i can Hold i up. yes wait one minute go ahead figure out what it is oh i'm all ears it's a creature from the deep i see <laughs> does the corpse look fresh or is this an old uh partially desiccated uh thing well, as you're as you're closer, it's it's really hard to tell. I mean, it, it you know it's like it's it's certainly desiccated, mm -hmm. but it's okay. so moist. You know, the whole environment here is so gotcha. um, moist and humid that it you know it's not like things are going to get mummified one way or another. Gotcha. Okay, uh, but it is a corpse that's been here for yeah, oh more, yeah more yeah. than a week. Okay, all right. I look back at party and say, this doesn't appear to be trapped. Shane. Yes. I shoot the corpse. Uh, okay. Uh, you let Let's fly with out. an arrow. Yeah, you let fly with an arrow and it plunges into the body and, uh, and no nothing happens. All right. Oh, by the way, Th Thalus, did you mark off? You lost, uh, as a rule of thumb, you, you recover half the arrows that you, that you shoot in combat. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. All right. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Baldo, you were saying something. Um, I am going to um, move uh, to within five feet of the monster. And uh, I will... Oh, that's when, that's when, the, uh, that's when it, something falls on you. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Oh, I, I drew him out for you guys. Thank <laughs> you. Standing. <laughs> All right. So um, I don't have a reaction, do I? No. Well, you're going um, what, to. So what I'm going to do is roll, um, make a stealth roll okay. for this creature and then compare that to your passive perception. Very good. And that'll determine whether you're surprised, because obviously you were all alert and expecting this, something like this to happen. Right. All right. So his stealth is a lowly eight. So you're not, none of your, that's not high enough to surprise any of you. So Excellent. none of you have to deal with a surprise round, which right. means we can cut straight to the initiative rolls. So everybody roll that. And the, uh, the thing that has come that was that has come off of the wall where it was indistinguishable from your surroundings is this squid-like shape that comes at you all expanded and you can see baldo in that that you know split second as it land uh, descends upon you that it's inner surface and the mouth at the center of it are lined with sharp fangs oh boy okay all right. Well, thankfully, I rolled a high initiative. All right. We've got 20 and 20, and uh, let's see. Okay, it doesn't put there. Put him in here manually. And then we need rolls for P and Astartus. Um, okay, so Baldo, you get the first, uh, you can, you react swiftly. All right. Uh, lightning reflexes kick in. Well, uh, I am going to uh, use dodge. That is my maneuver. Uh, I'm going to use dodge and use it. 
Okay. How, how does that work? Uh, dodge. Um, like, like, is that a rogue thing or, or just a, it's the, a, the, is that a, the, stand, the standard combat action? Standard combat action, yeah. And then Dallas, I'm going to assume you're going to charge in sword swinging? <laughs> no? <laughs> well, you laugh. Thank you. <laughs> How solid does a roof look? <laughs> uh, in bits and pieces, some of it looks looks good and solid and chitinous Maybe and hard. Look loose. Coral-y. If I were to hit it with a couple of arrows, it might fall on top of the creature. Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. There are a couple of parts that you think could, uh, you could, you could try that. I'm gonna try that because I think that'll be more effective than me shooting it. Okay, but any attack. Okay, so dodging any attack against you gets disadvantage, and you make saving throws with advantage. Yes. Um, okay, uh, but again, yeah, the down. So, so your dodging is your action. You can also do some, you know, do something do something minor or you can move, you know, you can move around if you need, if you want to, if you want to brave an opportunity attack, uh, you tell me anything else going on. No, my, my plan is just to uh, not die right now. So I'm going to uh, activate dodge and hope that he can't hit me with a disadvantage. That's my plan. Okay. And you have your sword out. Sword is out and I am uh, on a wing and a prayer at this point. Okay, so uh, Thalas, uh, yeah, describe what you're trying to do here. You, you will to... need to move. You will need to move forward a little bit to get a to get better view of the monster, a more direct view of the monster. So and remember to not like uh, share a space on that grid with with anybody with somebody else. All right. Yeah, that works. Uh, so basically, I'm aiming at one of the loose spot, a larger loose spot on the roof to try to get it to collapse on top of it and not Baldo. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So what I'll do is I'll treat that as attacking something that has a higher armor class, but it'll do better damage than usual. Like, what do you yeah. usually do with your bow? D8 plus three. Plus three. So, um, yeah. So let's say. Uh, so roll to hit a 16, and if you succeed, then it'll do uh, D12 damage. Uh, D12 plus, what's your intel? Use your intelligence modifier for this plus that. One. Okay, so uh, so make it a, so, yeah, so like a D12 plus one damage instead. Then I will just shoot it because mathematically that would be silly of me to do. Oh, okay. Because I can do 11 damage compared to the 13, and I have a higher average to do more damage with my bow. So I'll just shoot it. Okay. 18. And 11 All right. Uh, 18 hits it. An arrow whips by, whips by uh, poor Baldo. Duck. And, you love uh, doing that, don't you? You just love <laughs> doing that. And plunges into the old. side of this of this uh into this thing's leathery hide oh awesome and uh okay astartus what about you Baldo thalus just just uh jogged up next to you and loosed an arrow into the into the thing you're like his range marker i mean you know you (laughs) he knows like windage and stuff (laughs) um all right uh do i have clear line of sight with it oh yeah yeah it's about from where you are it's like uh, maybe 15 feet ahead of you and it's it, where it's crashing down on Baldo and is sort of crashed down next to him and is scuttling after him. All right. Well, I, I, I would like to keep 
keep it at least 15 feet away from me, so I will fire my uh, crossbow at it. Okay, all right, go for it. Uh, that's an 11. Okay, so the 11 is, like, you have to, you have to change, that's going to barely miss because it's, it's in combat with Baldo. You're, you have to, like, uh, you know, change your aim just at the last second because you knew you were about to let fly right into Baldo's back, and, uh, and instead the bolt flies, flies too high. Sorry, Baldo. And uh, then it's the, the turn of the, the vampire mantle. So Baldo, it's rolling at disadvantage with you. Right. So he, he rolls either a 12 or a 16. So we'll go with the 12. Yes. Because you're dodging. All right. So you <laughs> barely managed to avoid getting suckered and fanged. Dodge, and, thrust, sparry. And uh, Key, it is your turn. All right. I am going to use Sacred Flame. Uh, which is a DC 13 for the vampire um, All right. mantle. Which I actually kind of want to Close. adopt now as a familiar, because that sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, is this a deck save? Um, what is my saving? It just says spell save DC 15. If I cast using wisdom. Oh, yes, it's dex. Okay. All right. Uh, his deck save is a 10. All right. Which, which fails, so you splatter him with holy light. All right. And what was the damage result on that? I've got a different screen Oops. open. Six. Six, all right. Okay, and uh, so is this, uh, what, is your, what is your radiant attack look like and sound like and smell like? Uh, so it's kind of a oily dark light that burns towards it uh i might smell a little bit like incense that we would burn at the temple all right so it it lands hissing into this thing and with a uh like a purplish glow like a like a like dark like a dark light is that what you yeah have yeah definitely yeah okay so it uh it kind of recoils hissing and then Man, it's already in bad shape, poor old vampire mantle. Uh, Baldo, it's your turn. Uh, okay. Um, I have seen the error of my ways. Everybody's got a ranged attack but me. And I, I think we've am... all heard that before, probably, from Baldo. <laughs> Never again. Uh, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, reactivate dodge for this round. Okay. And can I do a half move away? Uh, he would get an opportunity attack on you. Okay. The only way to avoid that is using the disengage action. Then I'll stay. I'll stay here and keep a uh, keep an eye on on this for disadvantage. I think disadvantage is going to do better for me in this case. So okay, I, sure. I'm gonna. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep tying him up and uh, hoping yeah. that, would, so, would one of you please shoot this thing again? <laughs> We're trying. Right. And uh, Thalus. I shoot You it. have an opportunity to shoot this thing again. Ooh. It is a 13, which is, actually it's just barely going to hit. I think it's a oh. plus two to its armor class with Baldo being in the way, but his armor class is pretty lame. So, so a 13 hurts him. Seven points of damage. All right. Another arrow sinks into the thing, and it's looking it's looking pretty sluggish now. Um, 
and Muck is going to flat, flat, flat fly over here to where the body is and start playing with the helmet and seeing if it will fit inside his mouth. No! And I'll shoot and, Muck. And, uh, <laughs> Astartus, it's, uh, it's your turn. I will uh, shoot the primary adversary right now. <laughs> the one threatening uh, our lives rather than our livelihood. And I know that's a okay. close run thing sometimes. But uh, uh, right now I think uh, Baldo would appreciate it if I shot the thing trying to eat him. Please yeah. do. Uh, oh, look at that. 22. Uh, okay, so you plunge a bolt right into the thing and it uh, it like you know, it's bleeding this nasty ichor all over the place, Ugh. and uh, and it like recoils and slithers and starts climbing up the wall and into into gaps between the between the the walls um, uh, carapace to try to escape. You know what, Baldo? That's going to give you an attack of opportunity because it, I would it's love... kind of a pain for it to get out. So it, it has to use its action to dash as well as to move normally to uh, to escape. I as am sort so of like, excited. And it, it it actually just like flaps up in the air and moves way faster once it's in the air and okay. starts flapping its way up, trying to get to where it can escape. But it has to start climbing out. All right. So you can make that attack if you like. All right, and uh, that's a normal attack, not a, not an advantage, correct? Correct. All right. Oh dang! Yeah. Okay. So you not so fast. <laughs> yeah, you pin the thing to the wall, and it uh, it it rapidly like lets out this hideous hissing screech, and then shudders and and is still. Oh, wow! Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Combat that works, <laughs> and uh, it looks like Muck over there is—he's—he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's, he's kind of sad to realize that he's far too small to uh, eat this beautiful helmet with its fine gold inlay. Uh, All right, for lack of trying, but you know he looks gravely, grievously disappointed. Okay, um, I want to head over to where he is and make sure he hasn't uh, put anything else in his mouth. I feel like I'm babysitting a toddler, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, no, it was, it looks like it was just the, uh, just the helmet. Okay. It was all this poor, poor guy was left with. Let's, does somebody have a bag they can put this in? I don't want anybody putting this on their head because he can fly. <laughs> I believe Thalos is our bank. I am. I've got it. All right. I, let, I, I want to take the helmet off of the corpse's head. Oh, pretty. And toss it over to Thallus. All okay. right. You want to give him a finder's fee? No. Uh, not yet. Let's... Continued existence. Yes. At, at, <laughs> at this, there's a 50-50 shot. We're going to pinata him at the end of this mission just to see what falls out. So I, I, I just assume we, uh, you know, promise a fee for... Uh, for you know, future services. I'm going to put that at 90-10. <laughs> well, as long as he keeps leading us to the good stuff, and um, I mean, I guess he, yeah, gee, I just, it would be nice for a heads up, you know? Shiny, but oh yeah, ugly, you know? Or oh yeah, creepy. Okay. I, I well, Muck, Muck kind of looks up at you and looks at the others and 
nods his head as if, uh, oh, that sounds like it might be a good idea. I, I, I point to Muck and, 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 and then point to the dead thing, the, the, the vampiric uh, mantle and say, Muck, what's this? He shrugs his shoulders. Okay, well, uh, it was worth a shot. Okay. I thought he was going to say not pretty. <laughs> well, he, he, is, he is a man of simple pleasures. Um, okay. Well, he, he flops over to, uh, flaps over to, uh, to where Thallus is and, you know, sort of sniffs around to see where the, where the helmet disappeared to. <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm going to check mm-hmm. out the rest of the corpse uh, and see if I can dislodge anything else off of this, this uh, poor warrior. <laughs> yeah um it no it looks like everything like everything uh rings armbands the usual the usual valuables that uh that a uh that a, that a warrior of his presumed station would go around with is long gone down much um, bullet maybe yeah yeah we may have us a walking uh backpack here so uh Okay, uh, Muck, more shiny. Oh yes, 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 yes. So he like flaps, flaps forward and back up the uh, up the way you came to that central cavern. All right, Muck, which way? So uh, he looks around and kind of heads to the heads to the left to a wider uh, another cavern, and he kind of sniffs and makes this uh, good, displeased face. Mm. He says, well, pretty down there, but ugh. All right, good to know. Good to know. Okay. So do we want to give this a shot? This may be, uh, we may be heading towards the, uh, the alleged demon. And by the way, not entirely convinced that's a real thing. I'm well, pretty sure it's real. Hmm. Best to act as though it is. Oh, ye of little faith. All well, right. I think she has a lot of faith. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much faith. Well, right. I, we I f- want for linguistic precision. Do let, we let's wa- move on. Do we want uh, Do we want to follow Muck's lead, or do we want to go to the big cavern here uh, to the right? Why don't we just yeah. try this one? Uh, just shake all of the trees and see what falls out. Okay. You're gonna put that on my gravestone, aren't you? That's not a bad. Uh, that's not a bad epitaph. <laughs> Took all the trees and it fell out. Okay, yeah. so the big. So we do the big cavern first, and then where Muck is uh, wanting us to go. Sure. Can I um, cast detect evil and good in the cavern, just to double check? Uh, yeah, let me call that up and review what that does these days specifically okay for the duration you know if there's an aberration celestial elemental bay fiend or undead within 30 feet of you as well as where the creature is located and you know if there's a place or object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated or desecrated Uh, that is a first level spell so it uses one of your first level spell slots uh, I have attunement, which means I can use it without expending a spell slot. Oh, okay. Beautiful. All right, then. Cool. So, um, 
I guess T, I'll move you, up closer to. You may need to take a point on this. I, I don't know about taking point. <laughs> I'm going to move up to the closer, um, the evil way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, you, so, so what you feel is, is you feel this kind of back of your head, creepy sensation of profound evil faintly like everywhere <laughs> not surprising um but going this far going at the to the top of the the slope that leads down into that that next cavern ahead of you you don't you don't sniff out anything that's concrete i mean i don't feel anything is super evil down here but it could just be deeper than i think or good at hiding he please humor me and go stand in the uh doorway of the other cave i'll go down a little bit all right i will i will move forward screening you (laughs) oh no no the 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 other one the um the cave to the 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 topmost cave oh um over here okay so yeah key where you are there the um the 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 tunnel that you go into there slopes down and then falls away um so you're overlooking it overlooking the rest of that wide cavern from about 10 feet up and um and it's uh like a lot of the like like everywhere that you've seen here um it's uh, it's just sort of this uneven, broad surface. It's a lot wider than you're used to here, but uh, you don't you don't see anything moving around down there. Uh, you don't see any you know, anything that looks valuable. It just looks like more of this disgusting, half alive temple. Okay. All right. Well, I think we should go down. The creepy one I checked out first. All right. Okay. If, uh, someone else wants to lead the way. I'm going. Perfect. All right. So Astartes, you uh, you start stepping gingerly down the down that slope as the 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 tunnel like narrows and it's a very steep, steep, slippery descent. And uh, for, but not for long, only for 10 or 15 feet, and it starts to, uh, and, and yeah, as it starts to level off again, right? And so it widens out into a, into a cave that's about 15 feet across, 20, 25 feet uh, long, and you're, uh, again, everything, the footing is very uneven. And, and at the far end of it, at the opposite end, you can see it's darker where another one of these tunnels leads out further mm-hmm. out of sight. So a stardust, describe for us what you're what you're doing. Um I am following my usual I've been left to lead the way stance of creeping slowly ahead behind the shield, poking mm-hmm. at anything uh vaguely threatening with the spear. Okay. Uh let's do do an in, do a uh, intelligence investigation role for Astartus. Ooh, that's uh, not going to go well. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's a massive roll. All right. So, um, 
So Astartes is just stepping forward. Uh, I guess, let's see, move Astartes. Right now, Astartes is just still at the very entrance of that ca cavern. So move him forward, say, yeah, to the middle. There you go. And um, and uh, Astartes, as you're as you're creeping forward, watching your 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 vigilance pays off because you see in the in the gaps between the stuff of the temple floor uh, and the ceiling, which is often quite high, but sometimes descends again in unexpected weird ways. So it's barely above you. Um, you see that where you're about to walk into is this whole patch of these long black spines that mm. have begun to extend, extrude, and seem to be pointing towards you. Mm. Back. Fella, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. I shoot it. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, uh, you, uh, you, you put an arrow into, uh, uh, into uh, the, the middle of the spines, and you're a good shot, so I'll assume one of them, like, uh, breaks off at the base and flops down, and the others, the others, just sort of continue to seek around for uh, for the nearest warm blood, which is Baldo and Astartes. But it's not. Uh, you realize that it's not that 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 patch is not covering the entirety of of the cave. Um, so having seen it, it looks like if you kind of creep around the edges of the cave, you can probably stay out of their reach. I, uh, I, this is why I have a stealth roll. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I'm going to try to stealth my way around, uh, these chuckleheads. Okay. Uh, I've, and because my skulker is a thing, well, it doesn't really matter. Dim light doesn't impose disadvantage on my wisdom checks relying on sight. That didn't really matter. So, okay. So, Stealth McGee. Yeah, 23 is great. All right. Boom. So, yeah, you, you very nimbly uh, and uh, silently ease your way around as far as you'd like to go around the, the sides of that cave. I'll just get to the mouth of the tunnel. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about the rest of you? Do you think you could burn it? Can I cast Sacred Flame at it and see if it seems affected? Uh, Wait, yeah, that's that's uh, just a cantrip, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can let fly and and you burn away a few of the uh, a couple of the uh, the spines that fall down. I guess I'll sneak around the edge. Well, not really sneak. Okay. Maneuver around the edge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I, I guess I've been chastened. I'll go to. All right. So, uh, so right now, Baldo is at the far end of the, of this little cavern. Um, I'm swinging the chicken on the end of the stick as a as a signifier to where I am. I keep, yeah, I keep forgetting about the chicken. So yeah, having having crept around silently all that direction, now it wakes up and starts squawking loudly as you swing it around. Does the uh, squawking make the tentacles move in a different direction? No, with, with Astartes and Key creeping around the edges, they're more interested in Astartes and Key. Got it. Okay. But they can't quite reach. So Astart so so we can move uh, you can move Astartes and Key's tokens to wherever they are in relation to Baldo at the opening of that next little tunnel. And Thallus, 
you as well. I'm going to sneak over too. E. <laughs> I'm going to stop uh, yeah. and have a dance party in the middle of the room. <laughs> uh, well, you can you can still f follow the edges of the cavern, but um, but as you're as you're traipsing along the uh, you know the 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 spines somehow or another seem to uh, seem to sense you and and uh, reach reach out for you, but you can keep out of their distance, having you can keep out of their reach, having realize that they're there. And um, Baldo, at the you're the you're the the what the close you're at the entry to that next tunnel. It kind of mm -hmm. leads directly ahead and then hooks to the left yes. out of sight. Yes, um, I'm going to go ahead and cautiously. Actually, you know what? Let's just go ahead and use my stealth. I don't know why I haven't been stealthing through here. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, I'm going to be uh, stealthy. I'm going to start being a smart thief instead of a chucklehead. Okay. Uh, roll with disadvantage carrying a live chicken around with you. Yes, I understand that the chicken is an issue. <laughs> so so, uh, so you get... Uh, uh, move yourself... Uh, you know what? Move yourself 5, 10, 15, 3 squares ahead to get go. a good view of what's up, what's out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're looking... You're looking over uh, another smaller ca uh, cavern, uh, and you're and you're looking at it from a height of, of about uh, about twenty feet. Like you would have to you would have to clamber down or climb down on rope or something to to get down safely. Okay. Um, but you can see that there's there's a, a crude coral carving of some shapeless mass of spines and tentacles in the center of the cavern and it's surrounded by old bones and gold uh guys glints of I, I shouldn't overstate that you can see glints of gold among the bones but it's not like a you know massive uh, massive mountain of gold all right we've got a thing here folks it's a thing it's definitely a thing. Are we talking like a good thing or a carnivorous thing? I think everything here is a bad thing until we find out otherwise. Uh, I'm and then looking suddenly at the uh, suddenly the the chicken erupts in some kind of chicken panic, and Baldo, you're at the edge of that that uh, short cliff, and require that requires you to make an acrobatics roll All to right. not get so startled that you tumble very good acrobatics don't fail me now oh look at that all right nice 23 <laughs> so yeah so you uh so you manage you, you sort of lurch instinctively away from the fall instead of towards it as the chicken starts flapping and screaming all right uh i'm gonna use investigation to see if something is coming at us uh okay yeah you, yeah you can give it a shot wow so okay yeah 16 um is is pretty good you know you you think you see around the walls of this other cavern below you uh you think you see like hints of movement here and there okay um 
All right, everybody, back up, back up. Let's go back into the uh, back back into the main cave here. If the somebody else black would, spines reach out for you. Uh, all right, come here. It, it, we have uh, there's movement in the cave. I think something's down there. I can't see exactly what it is. Does somebody with better eyesight? I look pointedly at the elf. Want to go and check it out? Sure. Awesome. What do I see? All right. So uh, let's see. You'll, uh, so you well move yourself around to where it opens up, and you're sort of standing over that ledge, uh, looking in. So you can roll. Uh, you know what? Roll either investigation or perception, having had it pointed out. Uh, six or eight. Six. No, it's uh, it's 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 quite it's gone quite still now. Whatever mm -hmm. whatever Baldo thought he saw, you're not seeing. How far down is it? About twenty feet. Uh, I'll secure a rope here and slide down. Okay. All right. So after a couple of minutes, you got that secured and you uh, you slide down. So um, so yeah, you you're near the uh, that that gruesome coral carving or statue or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you start it in where you're you're kind of stepping in among among bones and you see you see a gold piece here and there around the statue anything else can i use survival to try to notice any sort of tracks or anything else down here uh yeah give it a shot eight yeah no no Kid. it's uh everything's i mean the whole environment is so confusing and kind of overwhelming you know to your senses can i use history to figure out anything about the statue or the culture uh yeah yeah go for it 17 yeah that i mean it doesn't look like a statue that would have come from a culture like i mean I've, you know it doesn't look like it naturally grew that way it's too detailed but you know it's just nothing but but tentacles and spines and mm. and uh and weird masses in between can i take a look and roll religion yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, you can head up to the top of that ledge and get a good look and give it a think. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, you're you, with a yeah, with a with a natural one. In fact, you're you're pretty certain that the inside of that uh, of that statue is where the real treasure is going to be. Uh, well, I am incredibly greedy, so. Oh no! I'm gonna go and uh, see what's down there. Stardust, okay. this is this is not good. We have to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Key. So you can idea. you can climb climb down the rope and uh, and head over to where uh, near where Thallus is at the at the base of that grotesque statue. All right, and then I'm. What are you doing? What are you doing with there? My hammer. Okay, <laughs> and Thallus, what are you up to? I'm moving further back, and I have my bow ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, so Key, you smash your hammer into this coral, and uh, a large chunk of it sh shatters away, and it kind of reveals the uh, the twisting, uh, growing heart of the the thing. Um, you. Don't see any gold. You can take inspiration for uh, 
you know, good role playing. Um, <laughs> but as you do, is this the part uh, where you want me to say I shoot it because I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, as you do, the uh, some of the bones start to stand, and 14. there there are two uh, there. There's a pair of uh, old barnacle encrusted skeletons that clamber forward at key wielding uh, their own jagged broken off bones like daggers let's do initiatives for everybody here All right at least i'm ahead of someone this time okay so we have a stardust at a mighty 18 baldo at 23 key at nine palace at eight and these skeletons at nine all right. So, uh, Baldo, as the as the two skeletons take shape and step start to step towards Key menacingly, uh, the uh, you're the first to react. You're still on the ledge overlooking the cave. Right. Stardus is uh, is is behind you a bit. Thallus is almost directly below you. You have a good view of the whole situation. All right. I uh, I'm going to shout back up the the pathway astartes we need you and then i'm going to use acrobatics to navigate the rope and get down without using just my regular movement okay yeah give it a shot okay. i'll just treat that as normal movement instead of difficult terrain if it works which it does perfect so so yeah so we'll call that uh uh, thir- so so 20, 25, 20, basically 25 feet of movement will get you, I'm just going to move you, we'll get you right next to Thallus, and then okay. you can move another square as part of your movement if you want, and still have uh, an action. All right. Um, I can't get close enough to attack them. So... What I'm going to do is pull out my crowbar from mm-hmm. my from my backpack, and uh, I'm going to use that as an improvised weapon. Okay. Will you, will you give me a D4 for that? Sure. Yeah. Great. Uh, I will, and I'll. I'm just going to ready that weapon and hold my action in case anything comes close to me. I, okay, so so what do you what what's your held action involve? An attack. Okay, and is that uh, and and what's going to trigger that happening? Anybody coming? Well, you, you said I get five more feet if I move to right mm-hmm. here. No, I don't want to block. If I move to right there, uh, I right can say, just another. Yeah, just forward. Just okay. one more, one more forward. I can say, come on, and and brandish the crowbar. Uh, yeah, they're only they're only a couple of yards away from you from there. Yeah, and this and then this way, I'm hoping to uh, draw a little bit uh, off of uh, key. All right, so it's so a held action. Is one if one of them comes within reach, I'm then gonna you're going to smash it with the uh, with the crowbar. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, let's see, Astartes, you're uh, you're up in the in the previous cave, sort of at the beginning of that tunnel. And uh, you hear all the shouting and uh, sudden alarms going off ahead of you. At the end of this 5, 10, 15, 20 foot tunnel ahead of you is where it drops off into that lower lower down cave. All right. I guess I will move up to the edge. uh, Okay. 
and be ready to provide fire support next turn. Uh, yeah, you can you can see. Uh, well, okay. So from where you are, you can you can tell that there is movement going on behind that big uh, that big ugly grotesque statue. But you don't like you. They would if you were to shoot at one of the skeletons now, they would get a pretty substantial armor class bonus. Uh, so you can either shoot now with that in mind, or you could hold an action and shoot if one of them comes within a better view. I think I will do that. I will just hold my action. Okay. Can you see the, the, the blue square that I just drew? Yes. Okay. That, that more or less represents the, uh, the nasty statue. Oh, very good. Okay. And, um, okay, that was a Stardust. So the skeletons now. Uh, one of them comes charging to the right of that uh, of the stat of the the statue, uh, attempting to stab at Baldo directly in front of it, which means Astartes, you can take your shot as it comes within better view, and uh, and then uh, and Baldo, you can make your uh, call your held uh, action to attack as well. Okay, is that a D twenty for Baldo? Yes. All right, and uh, so that's a 16. You don't have a strength modifier, do you? I have a plus zero for strength. Right, okay. Uh, 16 is good enough, and yeah. so roll roll the damage for that. All it's right. D4, which means it takes... So you smash into the thing and, like, knock a couple of its bony skeleton, you know, knock one of its arms off and smash through its, uh, its shoulder. Okay. And Astartus, what about your shot? Do you want to roll for that key? Oh, that'll do it. And yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, Astartus' crossbow twangs and the bolt thumps right through the skeleton's skull, shattering it and smashing bony barnacly bone fragments all over the place. And the thing drops before it can do any harm to anybody. Uh, the other one coming at key comes around the statue and lunges out with a sharp shard of bone with an attack roll a total of 20 is gonna hit. And, and that's gonna be five points of damage stabbing into poor key. Uh, I won the okay. point left. Uh, it wiped out all my temporary ones. Oh right. Okay. So yeah, you you barely barely managed to 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 uh, recoil away and not have this thing plunged into your innards. Oh. And uh, then it's your turn, Key. All right. I'm going to stumble backwards a few steps and mm -hmm. cast um, Sacred Flame again. Okay. Yeah, you can cast. Now, if you want to move, it's it's going to be problematic because, again, attack of opportunity. But uh, if if you're stumbling back just as a descriptive thing, then yeah. that's totally fine. Yeah, okay. yeah that's fine. Just I just want to make real clear what's going to happen here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go for it. Uh, oh, oh, he needs to make a deck save, right? Oops, I clicked that twice, but yes. Okay, so uh, we got here. So that succeeds. So is that half damage or no damage? Uh, no damage. Mm. Okay, so so yeah, so you you kind of say a quick prayer, and you know, the the the, uh, the 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 light kind of glows feebly, but but doesn't really take shape and uh, and harm this this undead.
Um, but your, uh, oh, your detect evil sense is definitely working now, by the way. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, there's something bad here. <laughs> uh, let's see, Thalys, you're, uh, you're at the base of that, uh, that overhang, uh, a bit removed from, uh, not, not a lot removed, but you know, the, the, you can see the skeleton coming after Key 10, 15 feet ahead of you around the side of that evil looking now broken statue. I shoot it. All right. Let's see. Oh, you rolled earlier. You want to just use that roll since. Uh, yeah, since I'll take that 22. Do... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Six damage. Okay. So you, uh, you, you put your arrow somewhere. I don't know. You describe it. It doesn't quite disable the thing. Aiming, basically aiming for the arm, the bony arm, so it doesn't hit key as well next time. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so you, like, knock part of its, uh, you know, knock through its, the bones holding its uh, bony hand on, and and it falls, and its uh, shard of bone falls out of its grasp. Uh, and then, Baldo, it is your turn again. All right. Uh, I would like to use uh, acrobatics to uh, maneuver around the remnants of the horrible statue. What I'd like to do is I'd like to use acrobatics to get a height over the skeleton and jump down on top of it. Could I, uh, could I, could okay. I tumble up towards that and yeah. try that? Yeah if, you, yeah, if you make a good acrobatics roll, you could do that and I'd give you advantage on the attack roll in that case. Very good. Um, right. Oh yeah, definitely. All Outstanding. Right. So, so tumble, so leaping up and clambering, and then, and then down upon the thing with your uh, with your uh, crowbar, and that is a pair of natural twenties. <laughs> well done with your advantage. And uh, all right, so roll two d four. Oh, it's the, just for the damage roll. It's nice to not suck for once. <laughs> all right, and. Uh, okay, yeah, describe how you destroy this thing. I, uh, I caper across the ruined coral obscenity and uh, vault over the remnants and leap down on top of the skeleton as it's scrambling for the bone shard that it was going to use to stab my friend and come down on it like a pile driver, feet first, and plant the crowbar in its skull and shatter it into a thousand pieces. Yeah, there you go. All right, so it it uh, it crumbles down. Oh no, it's gonna Voltron. <laughs> uh, form of an even bigger skeleton. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> And um, in fact, he doesn't need any ideas. God, I love to, I love fighting skeletons. That's just <laughs> I, I'm telling you, that's just that is such a Ray Harryhausen, Jason the Argonauts thing for me. It is just one of my favorite things in the world to do. So, so Baldo is uh, so as everybody sees Baldo smash that skeleton into pieces, and uh, and then you realize Astartes, you're looking, you're you're still overhead compared to everyone else looking over from that uh, from the the ledge and you can see that from the walls uh, mainly from the wall to the left near uh, it's it's nearest to uh, to thallus and uh, and the um, the remains of the skeleton that you shot 
you can see these these uh, crustacean-looking spider things crawling out of the gaps in the wall, oh, drawn no. to drawn to uh, drawn to Thallus. Actually, he's the nearest the nearest to it. Thallus, you have you have creatures coming towards you. You might want to retreat. And Astartes, it's your turn, so you can take an action, uh, move, whatever you like to do. I think I like it back here. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 now, I now appreciate why Thallus likes it back here. <laughs> You've got room to maneuver. Things, you know, things have to work to get at you. It, it, it's great. Uh, I, I will take a shot. Okay. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's an 18. Uh, all right, so your um, your bolt slams into the. Uh, 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 let's say we need a damage roll on that as well. But your bolt slams into the the midst of these uh, nasty beasts, and then even more clamber out where those came from. So, are we talking uh, innumerable hordes or countable hordes? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you're not going to count them right now because they're just scuttling around all over the place. I don't know if I'd call it innumerable, though. Okay. Well, are we talking like a a small blanket or a wall of them? <laughs> oh, somewhere in between, because they're too. It's not like they're they're not uh, they're not really spider sized. Normal spiders, you know. Each of these things is about oh I don't know maybe like a foot across. Um, okay. Plus plus it's plus it's enormously long daddy long leg looking uh, crab legs. All right. And, so, oh, hold on. Astartes just acted, so that means it's their turn. Um, but they, uh, they like swarm out some of them on the ceiling, some of them along the walls, some of them along the floor, and are, they, they come at Thallus as the nearest source of warm, delicious living blood. Oh, in fact, they can occupy Thallus's space so they will. Oh no! All around there, all around you, and uh, let's see. That's um, but Thallus, you managed to uh, you managed to sort of swat them away and not get not get swarmed and and eaten uh, for now. So Key, it's your turn. I don't want to go near them because um, I am not doing great, but I will cast Sacred Flame. <laughs> okay. All right. And they need to roll a deck save. Is that right? Yeah. So they rolled a 19, which succeeds. So you're, uh, again, your prayers seem to be, seem to be too, too feeble to, uh, to evoke the, the power of the god. And Thallus. I'm going to use not to get swarmed by things. I'm going to use yes. acrobatics to Wesley up that rope. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, 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 yeah, that's fine. So, just to, so, just to make it clear, to get out without getting um, chewed up as an attack of opportunity, you need to use disengage as your action. And then with that, so, so, is that what you want to do, or do you want to take the risk and then be able to shoot at them after you? What's move the up? difference? Well, if you use disengage as your action instead of the attack action, then you can clamber up the rope and with a successful acrobatics roll you can get all the way up the rope to the to the to the top of the ledge there uh, as your movement for the turn but you wouldn't have an action left over 
to okay. attack with this round. I use my primary action disengage and my move action to move. Yes. Otherwise, I could use my move action, risking an attack of opportunity, but still attack or do something else. Yes. I will scarper to safety. All right. So, yeah, you can move yourself up there next to Astartus. And Astartus, you see Thallus come clambering up out of the midst of all those horrible things uh, without uh, somehow, somehow not having them attached to him and feeding. And that's the end of that round. So at the top of the next round, Baldo, you hear the scuttling and you hear, Thallus, do you make any interesting noises as you uh, go scarpering away? Nope, much like my conversation, I am mostly quiet. <laughs> All right, uh, but but Baldo, you have a pre- you, you're behind that uh, statue, but you have a pretty good idea what's going on. All right, so here's my cunning plan. This is a plan so cunning you could pin a tail on it and call it a weasel. I'm going to take the chicken on the pole, and I'm going to wave the chicken this direction here which, which direction like like to get their attention where you are yes to try and get their attention and i'm gonna i'm gonna bang the cage on the ground and get the chicken all riled up oh yeah yeah now the chicken like uh makes a lot of terrified noises and right s- stares at you with a with a sense of palpable betrayal i hey hey <laughs> i got this uh and so i'm what i'm gonna try to do is i'm gonna try to lure the spiders uh, towards the chicken. And then once they're headed this direction, I am going to help uh, assist Key uh, f- on the other side, and we're going to run for the rope. So okay. It, it, okay. the old uh, switcheroo. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so, uh, so we'll call uh, – so what we can do in, in rules terms is call that a held action wherein your action will be to dash, which is to take a, to move 30 feet. And uh, the, the trigger for that is the spiders come around the wrong side of the, of the, uh, of the statue distracted by the chicken. So you don't get attacked by them. So we're going to let my waving and banging of the cage be a, a bonus action in this regard. Well, that's, that's what you're doing now. That's that. I mean, you can do things like that as yeah. just sort of Very doing good. stuff without it being an official action, as I long ex- as it's not too involved. I accept your decision. But you're not moving yet, right? No, because that's right. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm waiting. It's a, I'm, it's a, it's a right. game of, uh, it's, we're playing a game of chicken. Yeah. With yeah. a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, and Astartus up at the top, the, the, the spy, the sea spiders are, some of them uh, uh, are, are clambering up after Thalus or coming, coming up around the ceiling near where you and Thalus are. Others are, are, uh, seem to be distracted by all the chicken noises on the other side of the, uh, <laughs> of the cavern. What do, you, what do you do? All right. Thanks for that, Baldo. I, as, as soon as you said somewhere heading up toward the ceiling, I became, became somewhat more concerned. Mm-hmm. And I will engage those first as... They pose a threat to me. Okay. And how, how can I provide effective fire support to my comrades if I am, you know, slain? Sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a valid point. All right. Is this a sword thing or a spear thing or, uh, or what? I'll continue to work with the crossbow. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So you can, uh, you can roll that. You're going to roll at disadvantage with the crossbow, unfortunately, because they're kind of the, the bulk of them are right up close to you and your position is a little awkward.
forward. Like oh oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought they were still a little farther away. Um, right. Case, yeah. Yeah. In that case, I'll go with the spear. Okay. All right. Down goes the crossbow. Up comes the spear, and that is uh, a hit for eight points of damage. Yeah. So you start you start stabbing into the nearest of these nasty things as they are scuttling closer to you. And, Making a kebab. Uh, yeah. Uh, now it's their turn. So I'll tell you what, Baldo. You know this. I, I feel like I'm going to use. I, I, let's let's do this. You let's make this a performance roll. We never have good. good time to use performance. This feels like a performance thing. Well, I um, I don't have uh, anything other than the uh, the the plus one charisma. So we'll just roll mm -hmm. that and see what we yeah. get. Sure. That's not great. No. Uh, okay, so so I'll tell you what happens. They uh, they don't all they don't all charge across the uh, the cave on mass, but they're distracted enough that their attacks um, this round are going to be at disadvantage. And what I'm going to do now is I'll tell you what uh, Astartes and Thalus, both of you roll a d12. And whoever rolls the lowest is gonna gonna get eaten up. Two. Uh, we got a strong contender with the two for Thallus. There we go. All right. So up they come, pursuing Thallus. They and, must also eat gold. Yeah, <laughs> biting and biting. So Thallus, they start trying to chew on you, and they rolled really well. So the the lower roll is a seventeen, which uh, which is gonna hit your armor class, I'm afraid. Uh, and they start chewing and chewing and chewing and slurping down blood. You making any noise yet? Mild discomfort. <laughs> My, okay, so it's 11 hit points of damage worth of mild discomfort. And uh, there, there will now be a one singular howl of pain. Yeah, and, and lose a point of strength uh, temporarily as the mm. blood rushes out of you and into these horrible things. Wow. And Key, down there in the cavern, suddenly you're the safe one. <laughs> Phew. Um, can I hit them with sacred flame from down here? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're kind of all around, swarming all over poor Thallus and around Astartes' feet. So they'll okay. they'll get a they'll get uh, they'll get a bonus to their saving throw because your friends are all there, but but you can certainly target them. Is that what you do? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, so that's going to be a total of a fifteen saving throw for them with a good uh, roll. Jerks. All right, and so yeah, so your your radiant uh, dark radiance kind of erupts around, but. You have to be wary not to burn up poor Thalos there. Yeah, it was uh, do you like have any, a zigzag bolt. Yeah, so do you have any, any movement you're doing this, this round? Or are you staying put? Um, I'm staying put. Okay. And Thalos, it's your turn. Barely barely hanging on. How many are there? Sudden. Um, not as many as there were. There's dead ones around, but they're still feeding on you. I will... You know what? I think I've got oil. Um, I will set myself on fire. Oh, wow! <laughs> hope you have a hope you have a heel spell, spell cleric. Uh, 
let's see. You know what? Thallus, make a wisdom saving throw at a pretty good one. If you roll a really good wisdom saving throw, I'll let you have the discipline to do that. <laughs> no, come on. Setting yourself on fire? Come on, man. Who does that? The thought passes through, but you're just not going to be able to steal yourself that hard. I will now do the exact opposite of what I did last round. Uh-huh. Grab the rope and acrobat out away from me. <laughs> right, yes. okay. <laughs> all right, I let's see. I think the fire thing was cooler, though. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm out of all my higher level spell slots, so. <laughs> Sorry, 17. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely good enough. Okay, yeah, you go, you tumble off of that ledge and catch yourself on the rope and hit the ground running and uh, get away from them, the blood still pouring out. And, uh, and at the top of the next turn, or the next round, it is Baldo's turn. Okay. I see what you're doing here, and I like it. Uh, I am going to step uh, this way, and I am going to shout to Astartes, into the cave with us! Come on! And I am going to ready a flask, I have one flask of oil left that I am going to grenade at the spider swarm when they appear on the ledge again. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We can make that a, make that a held action for you. And uh, Astardus, that brings it to your turn. You see Baldo come around the other, the, the opposite side of that, ugly statue from where Key and Nathalus are, and you hear him say all that, and you've got spiders, some of which were attached to Thallus when he went swinging away and fell off of him, and the, the bulk of them are kind of scuttling around where, right next to where you are, uh, looking for a new source of blood. Falling ass. Okay. Uh, so does that mean down the... Down the rope. Uh, disengaging and down the rope in a way? Yes. Okay. So uh, here's here's your options, right? You can uh, going down the rope is twenty feet, so that's going to be uh, you'll you'll be able to get most of the way down the rope if you don't attempt an acrobatics roll. If you attempt an acrobatics roll and you succeed, you'll get all the way down the rope and another ten feet beyond that and be in amongst your friends. But if you go down the rope and you attempt an acrobatics roll and you fail then you'll fall down and take some damage. I can take some damage. Let's go for the okay. natural. All right, let's see it. Natural one. So I was going to make you only take a D6 for falling 10 feet, you know, halfway down, but a natural one. Uh, yeah, you, you, you aim to grab that rope and swing down... Uh, all swashbucklery like Thallus just did, and you missed the rope entirely oh. and go plunging. Oh boy! So that is six points of smashing to the to the bottom damage on Astartes. All right, I, I imagine I land on the shield edge on. <laughs> right, thonk. So uh, <laughs> I think that makes three um, of us at one hit point. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are you guys are are, are worn out. Um, okay, and uh, the sea spiders come scrambling after their beloved meal, which means Baldo, you can uh, you can make your make your grenade roll. All right. Oh, bless you, dexterity. 
right. Ah. Look at that. As I, as I fling the, uh, the flaming oil, uh, I say, Astartes, did that hurt? It looked really painful. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> so five damage right off the bat. Boom. And you smell roasting spy, uh, sea spiders. <laughs> and uh, the ones that remain, some of them come out, you know, burning and try to scuttle down the thing. And the ones that are burning soon soon lose strength and, and perish. And others that uh, were not burned that much are still burning and are going to suffer some as they come out. But they go scuttling down the the the, uh, the rest. They're still healthy, which is not a great many. But they go scuttling down the side, and that's all the movement they can do. But they're close enough to hold on. Are they close enough? Yeah, I'm going to say they have to actually be in your square to to swarm you and devour Outstanding. you. Outstanding. All right. So they're they're not quite close enough to. Uh, to a stardust to uh, to start eat to eat him alive, and key it's your turn. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with sacred flame. Yes. Uh, it hasn't worked yet, but maybe this time. I have faith in you and oh your God. I keep just getting one damage if it works. Yeah, hey, a convert. A yeah, but uh, <laughs> okay. But uh, they they rolled poorly on their save, so you you. You know, you see one of them, uh, one or two of the things light up with the, the power of Sahayat and, and turn over with their long legs twisting up in death. And Thallus, it's your turn. How many are left? Oh, just a handful, but they're stupid and hungry. Are they still on fire? Some of them are, sure. I will move back there, and I will hurl an oil, an oil, one of my oils at one of the ones on fire to hopefully catch all of them in that as it expands right. out. Yeah, okay, that'll work. So make Let's a uh, an improvised ranged attack roll is what it comes down to. So you add your d20, add your dexterity modifier, but don't add your proficiency 18. modifier. 18 will definitely do it. Sweet! Okay. So they start cooking around, cooking up and cooking up, and the the fire seems to be engulfing most of them at this point. And Baldo, at the top of your turn, uh, you had set them a four, which means the last of them that was moving, uh, they kind of, uh, the, the last of them kind of creeps up on Astartes, uh, about to clamber over him, you know, flaming and biting and hissing, and then it just folds over and dies and the, <laughs> and they're all they're all dead and cooked now. I look over at it and I crawl like six inches farther away and then fall back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh I feel like we're in a good place to rest. We have dinner. Uh I've cooked for us. <laughs> And I think, uh, I think we cooked a meal together. It it was it was a group effort, totally. But I feel like maybe we need to get our wind back. And by wind, I mean um, it'd be great if all of you weren't so close to death. I'm sorry if I seem gleeful. I'm just really happy that for once everything's coming up, Baldo. Where's Muck? <laughs> 
he's he's just he just he just flapped over to the top of that ledge and is um looking around seeing things are are uh, safe is like flapping down from the ledge over to uh over to the the bones all around the statue to enjoy the the gold i think we need to race over there and <laughs> yeah you're all you're all in among the bones yourselves i uh i'm going to i'm going to try and and sort of push him back a little bit and say no 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 shiny no shiny <laughs> Pretties. No, no, no pretties, no shinies. Guys, gather gold. And uh, I'm going to instead hand him one of the burned spiders and say, mmm, delicious. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so Muck looks at you like you're insane. And <laughs> um, the rest of you, if you're scrambling for gold, can, uh, can attempt, uh, let's say, dexterity saves. I'm going to um... second win first. Okay. So D10 plus. Does this count as coastal? So it's a favorable condition. Yeah, sure. Twenty-three. All right, natural twenty for you. Well, way to go. You got a one on your D10, Easter. That's terrific. I get two points. <laughs> Roll uh, twenty hates you, uh, Astartus. Yeah. Um. Okay. So so uh, Thallus, you managed to scoop up like uh, twelve gold pieces worth of coins. At the at the best spot, and uh, a Stardus has a, a pretty good deck save as well, and scoops up another six. Who else is who else is scooping? He, yeah, that'll that'll work. So that's not so so that means you all the the three of you managed to scoop up all the gold within reach by the time Muck realizes he's being played, and uh, you know heads over to start sniffing around and searching for himself. Okay, have at it. All right. So a total of 24 gold pieces you've kept out of his mucky hands. While uh, while he's running around, I'm going to look in the remnants of the statue and uh, say, Key, you smashed this thing open. I hope there was a, was a point to this. Is um, there candy in it? Well, I thought there was treasure in it, but it doesn't look like I was right. I think the real treasure was our friendship. I don't know if we can sell that. We can't sell that, but it has, and that's because it's priceless. Um, <laughs> so, is there anything in the statue other than uh, where the skeletons were hiding out? Uh, no, the inside the coral stuff of the statue is just more coral stuff. Mm, okay. Can I just have a chunk of it as a souvenir? Sure. You can have as much of it as you want. I'm going to take a chunk as well. I think that's okay. a great idea. Uh, right. we, we can use this as... Uh, I, I, I'm getting an idea for maybe running a scam uh, with this. In fact, I'm going to pick up three fist-sized chunks of coral. That's okay. my, uh, that is my thing here. Can I tell if it's still growing after they picked it up and putting it in their bag? Uh, yeah. Did you... Uh... Did you did you do a nature roll earlier looking this thing over? I did. Was it a good roll? I just don't remember. I think it was. Yeah. Uh yeah, probably at the, you know, at the uh like at the at the base of it, you know, at the heart of it. It's 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 still growing, it's still alive. If you can call coral alive, it being kind of an agglo uh whatever uh conglomeration of um 
or accumulation of tiny organisms all working together and excreting bone around themselves. Okay. I would really like to take a long rest. That would mean spending the night in this cave. Mm-hmm. You know what happened last time? We stopped moving for too long, right? Oh, let's uh, let's check the floor. It, is is this part of the cave uh, got more of the spindly things on it? Uh, like those black spines? No. Y- yes. No, no. That was there was like a patch of those in the previous cave that you came through. I'm thinking. Here. I'm thinking about the grabbers in the skeleton cave. The um, or in the fishman cave, the little Velcro tendrils. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't. No, you don't see anything like that. Did we take a long rest last session? No, we took a short. Okay. So. I kind of want some of my high level spells back before we get closer to a boss fight. I kind of feel like uh, this is a good place to do that. Uh, there's only one exit or entrance. Um, we've neutralized the threat. We've actually got, if we want to try and eat the spiders, we've got some, some meat. Oh, it's chicken. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. I soothe the chicken. I, me and the chicken. I'm going to try to calm the chicken down. No, no. Okay. At yeah, this point, I mean, I've got a vested interest what, in keeping this chicken alive. Yeah, no, I mean, he's a chicken. He, 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 gets, he gets quiet again once um, pretty quickly and uh, does not hold a grudge as long as you give him some more corn to eat or something. What's the roll hit dice mechanic to get hit points back? Uh, so if you take a short rest, then you can spend a hit die to and, and roll that to get hit points back, which I think some of you did. You didn't, Thallus, because you weren't injured. I think everybody else did last time. That's right. I have no hit dice left to spend until a long All rest. Right. All right. So well, you'll so when hit die now then. So taking a short rest means you settle in for for a good while and just try to you know recover. Okay. I think the I think the long rest would be a good idea. We could just post a guard, and everyone else can rest up. Uh, at one point, Thalus, you uh, as you're like you know sitting sitting down. Uh, uh, well, describe what you're taking a, your initial um, initial rest looks like, like that short rest, an hour, or whatever it is. I um, drop my pack. I take out a blanket. I spread it over the ground, and mm-hmm. I put my armor on top of that, and then I sit into a meditative position, and I meditate for an hour. Right. Okay. So the rest of you, as as he as Thalus is doing that, what are what are the three of you up to? Bandaging wounds. I'm going to see if I can eat these uh, cave spiders. They're kind. They they seem like a, a kind of half a crustacean, anyways. So I'm going to see if that's uh, if the cooked spider sea spider is edible. Okay. Oh, does uh, Thalus get his uh, strength point back? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Key, Key, what about you? Uh, I am going to uh, sort of kneel down next to my pack and light some incense and mm-hmm. uh, do some praying to Zayek, uh pleading that uh, they don't welcome us into their embrace quite yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Very good. So, uh, Let's see, Astartes, you're bandaging wounds, and uh, Baldo, you're, you're cooking and eating. Astartes, you're the one that notices underneath Thalus's blanket, like you can, you can tell that 
Thallus's blanket occasionally sort of ripples and moves as if there are things underneath it. Uh, Thallus? Hmm. Do you have hmm. something in there? No. Ready? I take the spear and flip the blanket over. Uh, okay. I mean, Thallus is sitting on it, but you can oh. flip a coin, a corner of it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you, uh, yeah, I mean, you see, you see the, uh, you see some part of, from the floor, you know, between sections of carapace, you can, you can see these long tendrils kind of trying to reach out towards Thallus, but they're not piercing through the blanket. That's, that's just terrific. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Baldo. Give yes. Me a, give me a constitution saving throw. All right. I now see this might not have been the greatest idea. <laughs> okay, so with the six, uh, after after eating some of the some of the uh, the meat, you initially start thinking oh, it's it's you know it's kind of like crab meat, a little more disgusting, but but kinda, you know maybe it's and then the vomiting starts. Yep. <laughs> and, yep. Uh, and it just. It just takes a long time to stop, right? Uh, which means you're going to be poisoned for mm-hmm. the next uh, long time. Which being poisoned means you have disadvantage on attacks yep. and ability checks. Ah, uh, it was too good to last. All right. So everybody sees Baldo, you know, taking his meal. And then soon getting really, really nastily sick. Oh boy! So okay. after after that time, Thallus, don't, you get your don't you get eat back. the spiders. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Thallus, you I get oh, oh you already rolled for it, so you got you get six hit points back. Very good. Um, I could have eat the spiders. You just need yeah. to ask. <laughs> I should have. I should have. You're right. You're right. I should have. Uh, so that's the question is, are you all, are you all trying to settle in and, you know, and, uh, rest for hours here to, to regroup, regain your strength? If we uh, want to rest, we may want to go outside of the cave. Yeah. Where these yeah. little spine things aren't. Yeah. And if anything, we should try to figure out if the spines happen outside the cave, because if they do, who knows what's happened to the crew by now. All dead. Well, it's pretty clear we're not going to get a long rest uh, here. Uh, we can we can rest for a little bit, but we're not going to spending the night in the caves a bad idea. I have a funny feeling that's how some of these things that we've run into have met their end. Yep. So um, I'm just going to try and soldier through uh, the vomit. Uh, I have a question about my oath. Was it, I wouldn't leave the caves or I wouldn't leave the island? I, I think it was you, you, you swore to, to give a, a, a blood sacrifice of one of your crewmates to the temple. So I, I don't think the timing was really an issue as much as, you know, so the island to answer your question. Okay. Yeah. I just don't want to make Sahayak mad at me by sleeping outside. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys want to go completely out of the caves and 
camp at the at the on the outside of the caves. Yes. Or we just push on to the last one. You take point, and we see what happens. No, everybody's everybody's too weak right now. I don't uh, I don't feel good about that. Uh, Key's only got uh, she she's hanging on by a thread. Look at her. Uh, she's bloody. She's battered. She's beat to hell. I know. That's why my original idea was that we go outside. But if you want to push on, no, no, no. I see the wisdom. I see the wisdom. Uh, we can we can set a fire. We can. Yeah, let's do that. I, I if if we can backtrack, let's do that. Okay. All right. So you can gather your things up, clamber up that rope. You know, help each other up to the, uh, and uh, and out through the, you know, around the cave that the center of it has those weird spines growing out and hoping to to uh, to pierce you. But you know they're they're danger now, so you can elude them. Uh, you, uh, you know, you, beyond that, you, you pass through, uh, another, another cavern with, with, uh, with, an, with many tunnels leading away from it. You kind of see and smell the, the cat, the cave to your right that you passed that had the, the, uh, the fish man that was the dead fish zombie thing that was so terribly dangerous. Uh, you, uh, you, you pass through. You pass through Muck's little cave, which has a couple of other tunnels leading off of it that you haven't explored. And when you get that, when you when you get that far, uh, he uh, Muck's Muck goes back over to his, uh, and and you're clearly moving onward. He goes back over to his big patch of of mud and settles in to uh, take a rest of his own. And then up through the the tunnel, the the, the cavern where. You found uh, the altar that had the vines and funguses coming out of it that you had to fight off. The, the, that first cave that you came through that and fought the crabs around another grotesque, hideous statue. And uh, nothing, nothing uh, disturbs you as you're retracing your steps all that distance. Wow, we, uh, we've covered a lot of ground. I'm looking forward to getting up to the top and finding out that the entrance is sealed shut. <laughs> uh, uh, you're, you, you may be happy to learn that it's not. And our, is it uh, more than one? Is it daytime or nighttime when we when we reemerge from the caves? Oh, does anybody remember? I think it was. It was uh, we went in the morning. We early got we, morning. Yeah. Yeah. We so. We, uh, yeah, it's still daytime. I mean, okay. you know, you've it's it's been a long day, but uh, but it's it's still you know it's probably late in the day now. The sun's getting, the sun is kind of sinking low and coming to that golden hour that makes the the ocean look especially beautiful. Well, let's uh, let's light a fire and uh, let's not be subtle about making sure that it can be seen in case they'd like to come and check on us. Okay, so where are you camping? The uh, you were at this. You're at the center of the island, uh, where that lo uh, long jagged spire reaches up, uh, and you sort of followed strange trails to get there. the the sh The ship um, and the crews are on the uh, what on the the beach. Are the is, is the ship visible walk. from where we are? 
not from where you are, but you're, okay. you knew, you, you know how to find it. I mean, you could, right. you could, you could get back there in just a few minutes. Shall we uh, head all the way back to the beach? I think there's probably strength in numbers. All right. So uh, we'll head back to the boat. Also, maybe we all can right. stop yeah. that chicken out for another one. <laughs> that, that chicken is earned. A respite? A respite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. The chicken is probably way safer in that cage than it is handing it over to the uh, to the cook. But, <laughs> but that's up to you guys. All right. Um, no, we got Dallas with us. They'll 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 know not to mess with the chicken. <laughs> All right. I'm uh I'm I'm inclined to to take it back at this point. I feel like maybe there's a use for it yet. So. All right. Fair enough. All right, uh, on the beach uh, is is our is are any of the sailors still on the beach? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you know there's still work going on. They're 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 repairing the ship, you know, in shifts. And while the, well, they're they're I think probably most of them are working on repairs on the ship while there's daylight. So um, so they're they're the cook and a few others are helping the cook on shore, preparing food for when night falls. Okay, uh, we're gonna make a kind of an entrance, you know. We're not dead yet, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. All right, uh, and uh, see if we can uh, get some food and some uh, some grog or some ale and uh, some fire and some agreeable company. Mm-hmm. See if we can shake yeah, some yeah, of the get, crap of the caves off of us. <laughs> yeah, you get all of that, and uh, uh, of course your crewmates want to hear all about what you found down there and why you're all covered in blood and gore and slime and whatnot. Does anybody have a performance as a skill? No. It falls to me. Uh, I will attempt a rousing tale mm -hmm. of heroism of bravery of monsters twice the size that they actually were uh pitched battles uh the heroism of the chicken uh <laughs> i'm gonna try to work all of that into a compelling uh campfire story and here's my performance role well okay I mean, under the circumstances, it's, it's, uh, it's, not, you know what, roll it with advantage because you just came out of what was obviously a horribly dangerous situation and it was all filled with weirdness. So, uh, yeah. All right. So that's, that's rousing and compelling. So everybody, you have a, you have a captive audience and, uh, and your crewmates are, are chilled and, and, uh, <laughs> by the, by your terrors. Very good. Uh, and to, to wrap it up, I'm going to essentially say, uh, so tonight we sleep. Tomorrow we'll go back to the caves, see what else is to be found there. Uh, if anybody would like to come with us, I can't promise you that we'll all make it out alive, but I can promise you that your stories will be sung from the bow of the ship for as long as she sails across the seas. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like half of uh, you know everybody commits to to going in there and being. Brave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see about that. 
<laughs> you know, they, they commit now. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. There's still some drinking to be had. So, you know, I, I fully, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, if there's nothing else to do, then I am going to get some sleep and try to get my, my two hit points back and yeah. uh, maybe regenerate my hit die. All right. Uh, so the evening, the evening gets dark and you all get cleaned up and scrounge up clothes that are less torn up and bloody and, uh, and nasty and, um, and bind your wounds and have decent food and uh, settle into rest. Uh, actually, Baldo, I forgot you're poisoned. So you're, I am poisoned. Uh, yeah. yeah, your performance would have been the lower of those two rules anyway. But we'll 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 overlook that. Um, well, it was still okay. masterful. It just was interrupted by a lot of vomiting. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, as you settle in and rest, you each, once you get good and asleep, each separately have experienced astonishingly vivid and confusing, horrifyingly violent dreams of the deeps and monsters within it and the drowning of the surface world and all who live upon it. Did, uh, did any of, do any of you have inspiration? Uh, Key had it. Yeah. Uh, okay, you lose it from these terrifying, horrifying dreams. Darn it. And uh, each of you tell me what is your passive wisdom saving throw score? Uh, 13 for key. Uh, 11 for me. All right. What about a Stardust? Uh, it's 13 uh, as well. 14 for me. Okay. So, Baldo, your dream is special. <laughs> mm hmm. So, so what we'll do here is, um, is uh, I'll go ahead and describe everything that Baldo experiences privately, and uh, all of you players, other players, put yourselves in dungeon master mode and pretend you're not hearing any of this, unless Baldo just decides to share it with you later. So, uh, Baldo, your your special dream, you you kind of go through all of, of these these terrible nightmares but you're made all the worse by, of course, you're physically ill. And, um, but then the, uh, you know, you get up and take a few steps aside to, uh, to be sick into the seawater. Then you head back and go back to sleep and, and you have a dream of a, uh, of a, uh, a woman, a young human woman with uh, a young human woman who, who stirs you on the beach and you, 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 you come awake and sit up and see all of your friends still asleep. And she, uh, she wears, she wears a long flowing, uh, uh, you know, toga sort of robe and has, uh, has dark skin and dark eyes and that are, that are very bright and shining black hair. And she, uh, she, she sort of reaches out to you and touches your, uh, you know, touches your face very gently and, and says, I, I, uh, I admire, I admire your, your courage and your, the wits that you've, that you've expressed, that you've shown going into that terrible place. Who are you? Uh, so she sort of looks at, you know, holds her hand up uh, around and says, I am, I am part of, part of the sea. 
He says the temple, the temple is is dangerous, awfully dangerous, but but it's a place of great riches, great riches and power too. It could be yours, you know, if you want them. Do you want them? Yes. Yes, I want the powers and the riches. Mostly the riches. Yes. She smiles and says, uh, says I, can, I can help you claim them. I need, only, I need only a favor of one kind or another in return. What favor do you seek? You, have to, you will have to leave a gift in the innermost temple. The, the the innermost nave at the at the at the heart of the of the caverns, uh, a gift of, of of one of your companions. It's a hard gift to 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 offer, but the rewards will be will be mighty. Or, if you prefer, you can offer yourself, pledge yourself, body and soul to me and claim all of the riches that you will find there. Wow. That's awfully tempting. I can't betray my friends, though. I'm sorry. That price is too steep. She, she looks around at the others and kind of looks at you quizzically and says, these frail, temporary things... Thank you that they'll stand by you any length of time, that they can offer you more than, than I could? They already have. Each one of these people have saved my life at least once. You've shown up on the beach with empty promises. Don't get me wrong. You're very attractive, and I fancy so, you, but... So, 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 uh, so her, her expression hardens and says you you should know nothing that i promise is empty think think clearly now make a choice that will be wise for you in the long term you could have many many great years of prosperity and fame ahead of you if you come to me i say to her i'm already serving one master the captain of the ship. I don't like it. I chafe under these chains. They're meant to be broken. I'm invoking my ideal here. And I'll not be forged and tricked into another compact. Even if it means giving up all of your power and your riches, I'll go my own way. Thank you very much. All right. So, uh, so she, uh, she kind of uh, leans back and gets this, uh, this this uh, this imperiously arrogant, disgusted look on her face, and says, uh, "says Then come come back to the temple and claim what you what you may by your wits and your courage, and see what you leave there of yourself, after all." And then she like reaches forward to uh, to touch your chest over your heart, and it's like it's like there's this thunderclap that uh, only you hear, um, and you come startled awake, ah. gasping, <sighs> uh, 
with uh, with no one there, of course, except your companions. Duh. Am I uh, am I still sick to my stomach? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna that's gonna be with you until you know probably uh, probably halfway through the next day. That's a shame. She was really pretty. Okay, I'm going to uh, look around. Is everybody else still asleep? Yes. All right. I'll. Um... Even though some of us only need four hours of trance, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so so Thalus, you're um, now the so just just to make sure to make really clear the the tech the way that the rules work is you still require eight hours of rest to get the benefits of a long rest, just like everybody else, but it doesn't have to be sleep, right? So you can be alert and seeing things or whatever, um, but you're not going to be, you know, it's not like you only take require four hours of of rest to get the benefits. Does that make sense to you? Well, I was looking at the D&D Beyond sheet and it said you don't need to sleep, but you meditate to my constantly for four hours a day. Right, right. And you yeah, gain but the there's... benefits the human does for eight hours of sleep. Yeah, it's it's a. I'll look it up again. I had this whole exchange about this recently uh, on on Twitter, and there have been some things that Perkins and Merles have posted clarifying that. Um, but what it amounts to is, you don't need eight hours of sleep during your eight hours of rest. You you only need four hours of trance, and then you know you can presumably use the other four hours as you wish. But you're still resting to get the benefit of. Uh, you know, get your hit dice back and, and whatever else you're doing. Can't be imperiling your life and limb for those extra four hours. Right. But you can't. Yeah, which is it's it's weird and, and I, I think it's kind of a boneheaded rule, but that's that's the official rule. It doesn't seem like so, it's a tangible benefit in that case. Yeah. Uh, okay, but in this case, uh Thalus, you're you know, you're you're awake and alert enough that you see Baldo um uh, come gasping awake as he does. Uh, huh. Wow. That was interesting. What are you doing up? I'm always up at this time. And I'm doing I, what I always do, which I have like a, a small pile of books next to me. And I'm basically journaling the entire experience that we had in the caves, describing um, the monsters and drawing them out. Neat. I kind of watch yeah. him do that for a second and go, if you got a, if you got a minute, I got something to add to this. I Did just had a really vivid dream. And I explained to Thallus what the, uh, what the gist of the dream was and how it didn't seem like the usual dream where you're just kind of on rails and rolling around. But I was able to interact with this dream and, uh, and when I said no, it got weird. So I'll 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 tell him the thrust of what 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 occurred. Do we see if anyone else seems to be having bad dreams? Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody's having bad dreams. Nobody has nobody has come awake so suddenly, uh, feeling like their heart was in danger the way Baldo did. And when you look at the rest of the crew, does it appear that any of them are having bad dreams? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a good bit of, of kind of, you know, mumbling and tossing, tossing and, turning. and turning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I will, um, I'll see if there's any, uh, any dregs of beer or wine 
and uh, use it to sort of chase my uh, my bad taste in my mouth and try to try to get some sleep mm-hmm. again. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to yeah try to salvage the rest of this rest. Yeah, no problem. Um, oh, and your uh, your about your wounds. So, yes. are any of you proficient with the healing skill? Key, can you heal or um, uh, medicine? I'm not yeah, proficient I guess it's with the it. School skill. Okay. So the ship's uh, the ship's uh, surgeon, Kiambarorio, is a Sunlander, Sunlander ex- explorer who is signed on to the Heart of Gold as a uh, as a surgeon because he's got uh, because he's got extensive um, healing uh, medical skills. So uh, what I can do is make a medicine roll for him on behalf of key and baldo or before you went to sleep i guess whether he treated your uh treated your your festering wounds well enough that they're no longer festering very good and that is in uh so for key that's definitely a success so no longer a festering wound for you key awesome as he uh you know, smears painfully stinging things all through your injury, and by way of uh, by way of cleaning it out, uh, yours is still pretty bad off, Baldo. Unfortunately, I also have so, an internal injury. Yeah, and that's gonna that's gonna be there until you spend a good long like days and days and days just resting, recovering. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. So uh, after your long rest, you know, the next day you come around, uh, Baldo is still sickly for a few more hours, but you all get the benefits of a long rest, which means all your hit points come back. And um, Baldo, you, however, because of the festeringness of the wound, your maximum hit points uh, drop by one until you get that wound treated properly. All right. So, so you recover your maximum, but your maximum is one lower than it should be. Got it. That's my point you of get strength. Spells, uh, your, your strength does return, yeah, after the long rest. So I'm going to just note here that it's nine minus one. So my current hit points are eight. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Captain, Captain Harry and finds you, you know, as you're sort of, uh, you know, you're resting, you're sharpening weapons and repairing your repairing your gear and your armor through the the morning as baldo slowly slowly recovers his uh ability to walk around without puking and uh captain harry comes over and finds you baldo because you're so poorly off and says uh are you uh are you are you going going back in there i uh i signed on to do the job i'm gonna do it i mean you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. I feel like I owe the ship. Well, all right. Good luck then. She she doesn't try to talk you out of it, but she kind of goes away, you know. Oh, uh, shaking Captain, her head. If uh, if I die, you'll you'll think fondly on me. Yes. Of course. Well, that that'll have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, go ahead and strap the short bow in. Uh, and add that to what I'm taking with me. Okay. I'm also going to ditch the uh, pound of crab meat because uh, <laughs> uh, it seems like a really bad idea in retrospect. 
Uh, All right. I, no one on the crew that you don't like? <laughs> not, not that badly, no. Uh, so uh, that's going to go away, and I will um, keep the chicken with me. So, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So in the, you know, in the afternoon, uh, Baldo is well enough after all of his vomiting to, uh, to get by and you're prepared. You can, you can brave the temple of the sea demon again, if you wish. Is everybody heading back that direction? Do you have other preparations you want to make? No. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Cleaning my armor. Seems like there's mm-hmm. probably a lot of uh, things I'd rather not have rotting on it. Just dip it in the All ocean, right. I guess. Um, All right, then. Uh, then you kind of walk under a, a scorching noon sun to the uh, to the the cavern that leads into the temple again. And uh, and I guess we can uh, what maybe leave it there. That sounds like a good stopping point to me for the evening. All right. Well. Uh... Yes, we'll pick up refreshed and ready to go. I wonder if Muck will remember us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Muck loves us. Hey, while everybody's getting ready, just before we uh, cut, I'm going to go ahead and fill the other two in on my dream and explain to them. uh, uh, I am going to, with each retelling, though, she's going to get more attractive and Mm -hmm. more interested in me uh, as as the story grows. because I just can't not add to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in fact, hold on, let me look at your sheet, Baldo. Where's all your stuff? I didn't make a new friend, freedom, something important, physical plan, I forget it. Uh, so you can have, you know what I recommend, Baldo, is um, it, it re- the, the player's handbook recommends that everybody have two personality traits. So if you want, you can put a second trait in there about uh, uh, something to do with uh, over-exaggerating everything to, to look impressive and awesome. And that would be worth gaining, uh, gaining inspiration when you have the opportunity to do it in an entertaining way. Okay. You probably should have agreed with her. I mean, one of us is going to stay here dead. That's part of my oaks. <laughs> oh, Key, I didn't even think about that. Of course, we could have killed two birds with one stone. I know. Or in this case, one of us with two stones. Wait, how does that work? What's the exchange rate on human souls? I, I get it. I get very confused about that. Well, uh, let me tell you about our favorite Dark Lords, Hayek, and uh, their thoughts on human souls and their values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have uh, added my other uh, personality trait. There isn't a story I won't embellish in order to make my exploits more interesting. Yeah, that sounds good. And that, that goes for everybody. If you have only one personality trait listed, uh, feel free to, to, uh, to put another one in there because each of them is potentially a source of inspiration when you find ways to bring them into play. So, all right. Well, everybody, thank you uh, for playing. That was, that was uh, great fun on my end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy I had some roles work. I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm really excited for Rachel to hear this because uh, I really think she is, uh, she's laid pretty even odds that I'm not going to make it through the rest of the adventure. <laughs> right. I know, and you came out of this one doing the best except for the vomiting. Except for the vomiting. My, it was right. my own fault, you know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, who does, I'm always about the weird food. 
This episode of Arc Dream Presents was recorded on Zoom and Roll20. Special thanks to Mark Finn, Chris Spivey, Acer and Megan Tolentino, and Shane Ivey. Links to their work can be found in this episode's show notes. If you enjoyed this episode of Arc Dream Presents, be sure to subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This episode's music is Five Armies by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com under Creative Commons. Visit filmmusic.io. For more information about the Swords and Sorceries series, visit swordsandsorceries.com. Arc Dream Presents episodes are produced and edited by Rachel K. Ivey of A Minor Film School and are copyright Arc Dream Publishing.